Welcome to the Fathom Academy podcast, a podcast designed for the people of Fathom Church to be resourced to go deeper with God. It's me again, Kyle Knight, the digital ministry director here at Fathom. Thank you for listening in. Um, Today, as we are recording this, it's September 1st, which is crazy. Um, So it's crazy that we're already in September. Uh, We hope that you all are doing well and you're staying safe and enjoying the last little bit of summer before we're getting ready for fall. Um, But today we have some really great stuff for you. I'm joined by our first non-staff member of Fathom to do a podcast with us on the Fathom Academy podcast, which is pretty awesome. Um, I am here with Nate Wirtz. Nate, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, awesome to be here today. Great. How are you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Good. Enjoying getting out of the house and... Yes. Walking around Fathom with nobody here. <laughs> yeah, it is a little weird, um, especially because like we share all these offices in this building too with a lot of other companies and stuff. And there are a lot of them that aren't back in the office because of COVID-19 and everything. So it's really quiet. Very quiet. <laughs> it's very, very quiet. It is very quiet. Um, so yeah, so uh, thank you, Nate. Uh, Nate's, uh, we'll, we'll get a little bit of a background um here on Nate, but uh thank you for for being here. I guess I guess first, Nate, I'd love to just have the listeners get to know you a little bit more, who you are, where you're from, all that. Heck, I I would love to know some of these things because I don't I don't know you that well either. I'm just starting to get to know people. So um so tell us a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, your background, all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. So um I'll I'll start with recently I'm my wife and I uh, me and Amy started coming to Fathom about three years ago, uh, and we've been out in Colorado uh, for about six total. Uh, I'm originally from northern Indiana, uh, Mishawaka, Indiana, to be exact, uh, and born and raised there. Uh, grew up in the church, parents both very active in the church, serving, uh, so that was kind of instilled in me early on, and then went to went to college there, got my undergrad in youth ministry. Um, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so that was, uh, I was just always, always in church. Uh, same with my wife. Uh, she grew up, um, the daughter of a church planner. Um, so both of us have just grown up being in the church, serving in the church. Uh, and we, um, took uh, about six months to serve, uh, in the slums of Costa Rica, mm before we moved out to Colorado. Um, so I was doing some micro business planning down there while we were both, uh, teaching and Amy was doing a little bit more administrative work for the organization we were working with down there and yeah, had a pastor reach out to us while we were down there about helping out launch a church in Denver, Colorado. Uh, so I was born and raised in Indiana, never, never moved outside of going to Costa Rica and some other short-term mission trips. Um, so originally said, absolutely not. <laughs> and, uh, God has a way of <laughs> having his way. Yes, uh, he does. So, so prayed about it. Uh, my wife and I, uh, decided that's where, that's where God had us. So, um, left my job. I was currently working in finance, left my job in finance to move uh, across the country, uh, left all, all of our community back home, uh, and family and moved out here, uh, to help. Uh, launch a church. So, uh, it was nerve wracking, exciting, uh, lot, lots of emotion, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was good. Uh, and God really brought me and Amy together, 
uh, and brought brought us closer to him and just opened our eyes uh, even more. I had worked in churches before, um, but this gave us the opportunity to do anything and everything the church needed mm-hmm. us to do. Uh, at that point, we were unloading a trailer to set up signs, tables, uh, everything that goes on in a church um, on a Sunday morning. So uh, did literally a little bit of everything. Uh, and did that for a few years, uh, and then ended up, uh, leaving that church and came to fathom about three years ago and took a little bit of time to, uh, get involved, kind of just sat in the, sat in the back and kind of consumed to figure out what fathom was all about. And then just within the last couple of years jumped into whether it was serving or, and D groups and trying to get connected and sink our roots here as we develop our community here. That's awesome. Uh, quick question. How did you actually like find Fathom? <laughs> uh, so I had a coffee shop at the time and Chris <laughs> loves his coffee. Uh, so Chris <laughs> was, uh, was an avid loyal customer of mine and <laughs> I mean, coffee shops attract pastors, youth pastors, everything. So, uh, and since I, my undergrad was in youth ministry, I worked in a church. I mean, I can, I can usually smell pastors as soon as I walk <laughs> through the door of a coffee shop. So what, what was it about Chris that you're like, I, that dude's a pastor? Yeah. I can't even remember, remember specifically. Gray um, hair by like 30, yeah. no, like 25 or something. Right. Sorry, Try, Chris. Trying to dress hip, <laughs> but you're like, ah, you don't really fit into that space. So something, something's different. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, so all these pastors would come in and they would try telling me about Jesus or their church. And I'm like, yeah, like, guys, I know I'm one of you. Um, <laughs> Got, it, man. Got it. But Chris was the only one that didn't just hound me on coming to his church. Mm. Always very, very gracious to myself, my staff, uh, and was just a really nice customer. So I saw a Fathom sticker on his computer one day, walked over to him, and I was like, that sounds like a church name. Um, so I, <laughs> Asked him what he was all about, what Fathom was about, uh, and just struck up struck up a conversation with him there. That's awesome. That, that, that is so cool. Um, I know, I know you just told us some really interesting and cool things about your life, but what, man, what's like something? And I know this this could be all new to a lot of us. I'm I'm learning everything new, but what what's like what's something really interesting or cool? about you that <laughs> maybe not a lot of people know something oh. that you, something that you've done. I mean, going to Costa Rica is like that whole, that's just, that's cool. So maybe that's it. But what's like a cool, interesting thing about you? Yeah. Maybe uh, it's a hobby or something. I don't know. Oh, so many, so many <laughs> hobbies to choose from. I was a youth pastor, so I had to develop like 20 yep. different hobbies to entertain all the different oh, personalities yeah. within oh, the yeah. youth group. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm okay at a lot of different things, uh, but not great at many. Um, I'd say hobbies. I don't know. Interesting things. I mean, my wife and I love uh, international missions. So we've uh, both been very fortunate to serve um, in different places in Africa, Central America. Um, that's always been a big thing for us. Uh, currently, um, we were currently foster parents. Um, so we were certified to. Um, foster to adopt in the state of Colorado back in 2017. Um, and actually yesterday was the two year anniversary of us, uh, adopting our daughter. 
Um, so we fostered to adopted her, um, finalized the adoption in 2018, and now we currently have three foster boys. Uh, so four under four. Um, it's awesome most days, uh, <laughs> but today it's, uh, I'm, I'm out of the house. So this is, yeah. this is a break for me. Uh, no, it's, it's great. And that's always been a, a huge passion for Amy. Um, mm. so yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of the, one of the unique things I guess about, about our family is just being involved in the foster care system. And it's been super cool to talk to several families, uh, at Fathom who are also either interested in um, uh, diving into the foster care system or already have and are serving or facilitating in one way or another. Dude, that's cool. I was going to ask you, what's life like now? <laughs> Busy. But there you go. <laughs> Busy, crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, we have, we have four under four, a uh, newborn. We just picked up, uh, just picked up. It's like we went to the hospital <laughs> picked up a newborn. Uh, no, we... Yeah. Our last couple placements have been emergency placements, mm. uh, calls from the hospital. So, uh, twin boys last September, mid September, got a call. Hey, can you take twin, like two year old twins in an hour? And Holy my wife cow. said yes. And then she called me. It <laughs> was like, Hey, when will you be home? I was like, uh, like 20 minutes. Surprise. Cool. So, we're going to have twin boys in 45. Wow. <laughs> I was like, All right. Here we go. Um, Man. So that was unexpected. And then we had a little bit more. I, lo I, I love how your answer that was, that, that was unexpected. And then like, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and this one was a little bit, uh, they have a half brother who was just born uh, July 9th. Uh, so we found out in end of May, beginning of June, that there was a potential we might be getting a call about a newborn. Uh, so got a call. And he was in the hospital for two weeks after he was born, um, going through withdrawals, still is a little bit. Um, but yeah, so of course, what my wife would always do, if she gets a call about a potential placement, she immediately says yes, and then hopes she can convince me by the time the yeah. baby shows up to our door. <laughs> uh, wow. Wow. Well, I told you to <laughs> told you to tell us something interesting about you guys. That is <laughs> that's so cool, man. Um, really, really cool. Um, so I guess the reason, I mean, besides just getting to know you more, like that's awesome. The the couple couple reasons why um, I, I wanted Nate on here was um, first, I'd love to talk about serving here at Fathom, and I know that Nate serves here a bunch and is really involved in um, in really everything that we do here and. Um, I would love to dive deeper into that more for all of our listeners. So, um, will you tell us a little bit about, um, how you serve here at Fathom and kind of what, I know you kind of hinted on that about, um, being here at Fathom and kind of getting used to it first and then kind of jumping into that, but tell us a little bit about how you serve, what got you, what got you started in that? Yeah. Uh, I would say, I mean, right now, uh, my wife and I, kind of do this, the scheduling and somewhat overseeing of our, our greeters. Hospitality has always been mm -hmm. a big thing for me. I mean, I had a coffee shop, so I love hospitality. And that's, that's a big thing for me is how people perceive the church uh, as soon as they walk in. Mm -hmm. um, and it's been a, an important thing for us. We uh, helped run that program at the church that, that we were at previously. And we always just want people to feel welcome. I mean, we've, we've, gone to different churches 
uh, over the past eight to 10 years, just checking things out. Um, and we've had some awesome experiences and some super awkward ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we just want Fathom to be less awkward. Uh, but my <laughs> wife would say, then why is Nate out there greeting? Because that's the most awkward individual <laughs> to put out there. Um, so that's why she does a better job greeting. I'm just kind of more of a behind the scenes type of guy. Uh, but yeah, I mean, b- before before COVID, uh, we were both helping out in the in the kids ministry, and then I would help um, set up signs or different things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but now it's it's easy. It's just greeting, right? Yeah, <laughs> things are things are different now. Yeah, um, you you kind of touched on it, but what do you love about serving? And and could be serving at Fathom, serving anywhere. You obviously like you're. I feel like you definitely have a heart for service your whole life. Everything that you've talked about so far is about being there for others and serving others. And so what, what is it that you love about getting to serve? Uh, I mean, it's, it's the opportunity to give back. Um, I mean, I, like I said, when we first came to Fathom, we were very much consumers, uh, and (laughs) which I'm part of us. We needed that. Uh, we were, got out of a bad relationship with the church mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and we just needed to rest. And that's what Chris told us to do is come, come to fathom and rest for a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we did. And then we're like, if this is our community, like why aren't we helping make this a, a better community or giving back in, in some way. And uh, like I said earlier, I think it was ingrained in me growing up with my parents both being very involved in, in our local church. Like I, I knew that that was important and I saw that play out. And then when I worked in youth ministry uh, at a couple different churches, I saw how real the need is for, for people, whether it's volunteers or, or anything else, uh, because the church can't, can't function without it. Mm-hmm. It can't function without the body, um, doing, doing its part. Uh, and it's been cool. Um, just talking a little bit more about that with uh, the past um, couple weeks and uh, and the sermons uh, talking about there's different parts of the body and each part has has a role to play mm-hmm. uh, and I I do enjoy serving um, so no matter what it is I I know that there's other people that don't enjoy it as much mm-hmm. or don't enjoy certain aspects so I've I've just always kind of been a utility man like whatever's mm-hmm. needed to be done it. Serving in kids ministry would not be my first choice, but I also have worked in churches long enough to know that's the, that's the hardest ministry to get volunteers. So to me, it's another thing, uh, with how can I ask somebody else to serve in a certain ministry, uh, or area of the church if I'm not willing to do it myself. And so like, I just don't feel comfortable asking somebody to do something that I'm not willing to do myself. Uh, which is why I will never ask anybody to preach here because I will never do that myself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that that's awesome. Yes, I mean I, I I have no words. Um. So so, what would you say to the people maybe listening who um who don't currently serve? I I know. See again, it's it's. I know we're in a weird time. Yeah. I know not everything, every ministry we have is totally open and we have a lot of restrictions and stuff. And so things have changed a lot, but now, I mean, we're, we're, we're doing in-person services. 
Um, so there's places to serve, but what would you say to those people who might be listening that don't serve, um, who want to get involved, um, but maybe just haven't for some reason yet, or that's always kind of been in the back of their mind, but they're like, yeah, who, who call, who call fa- fathom their home church yeah. who are just like, uh, I don't really know about that or that's not for me. Yeah. I mean, there's, like you said, there's so many different, different ways to serve and different things to do that. I mean, if there's any interest, I would say reach out to to Kyle, Chris, uh, yes. Whisper, Amanda, uh, or anybody else that's currently serving. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that sometimes it can be a little bit intimidating or the, ah, there's enough people, like they don't really need me. Um, and sure, there's weeks that you aren't necessarily needed to serve, but then there's weeks that we're desperate for volunteers. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's... I don't know. It just helps you become and feel more part of the body. Uh, you can sit inside a church for, for years and years and still mm-hmm. not feel like you're part of that community. Um, but once you serve, you're instantly forced into being part of the community. Yeah. Uh, and it's a great way to, to connect with, with other people uh, within the church. And yeah, I mean, overall, that's just what we're called to do to be a part of the church is, is to serve and help the church any way we can. Yeah, that, that's that's awesome. And this is why, um, as you were saying that, why I have you on here talking about this, because I think it it definitely, in, in, in growing up in the church like I did as well, um, and volunteering at churches and then being on staff at churches, all that kind of stuff, it feels, I feel like it's not like a pitch to come serve, but it feels <laughs> different coming from one of the volunteers, somebody who's on yeah. the serve team, then it does come in from me or Chris or somebody every single week saying, serve. Hey, we need volunteers. <laughs> yeah, we need volunteers. Well, um, I also spent a lot of time doing yeah. that uh, from <laughs> from the platform and be like, hey, I need volunteers for youth ministry <laughs> yep. and crickets. I know how so, that is. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel you guys' pain, so I want to <laughs> jump in. <laughs> That's good. I, I'll, I'll say this right now because I'll say this as we we wrap up later, but, um, but I'll say it right now too. If you're, if you're listening to this and, and what Nate is saying is just like resonating with you, um, go to, if, if you call fathom church at home and you want to be involved more, you want to serve, go to fathomchurch.org slash serve. Um, we've got areas on there where you could serve now, um, even during this kind of crazy time. And it might be even, some areas that you didn't think we, we need people to serve in. So, um, so check that out. But, um, I, I want to kind of switch gears a little bit here, um, to talk about, and, and you mentioned both of these right off the bat, which was awesome serving and something that, um, is coming up here really soon at fathom in the fall, um, that you have some good experience with, and that those are our D groups, our discipleship groups. Um, we want to talk about that just for a little bit and, and, kind of hear Nate's side of, of D groups and what, what those are and what those mean to him. So, um, you will be leading a D group. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why they, they did that. Yeah, thanks Chris. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I just wasn't performing well enough in my D group and they're like, well, how do we get Nate out of this group uh, and make him feel okay about it? I will just put him in charge of one. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yes. Um, how, how long have you been, um, how long have you been in a D group here at Fathom? Yeah. What got you into it? What was kind of that initial, like, oh, we, 
maybe you, you and your wife saying like, we, we need to be a part of a group. What did that kind of look like? Yeah. Uh, we've been in a D group for the past year, uh, meeting over at, uh, the Shelley's house house, uh, or sometimes the, the, the Veeths hosted as well while, um, Eric was on sabbatical. Uh, but yeah, it's been, it's been awesome. It's so hard to, to truly connect with, with people in the church. Um, especially right now, yeah. uh, it makes it super hard, but our church isn't also set up, uh, like the facility, right. um, to, I don't know, benefit that or, or breed that, that culture of, of people being able to connect. It's just kind of a awkward space, um, which fits me personally really well. Um, <laughs> but that was, that was the biggest thing for, for me and Amy. We des- desperately wanted to, to get into a D group just to connect with, with other people that were a part of a part of our church. And I think Fathom does a really good job of trying to form D groups out of people from um, different ages and stages um, of life. And it just helps give you a better perspective or just different perspectives on, on things, whether that's just everyday life uh, as we get together and pray for one another, or as we study scripture and and look into what the the following sermon will be about it just helps us uh contemplate or or dig a little bit deeper and and challenge each other in in different ways uh, but yeah the biggest thing for us was we're like we want to get to know other people at the church and it's just it's it's tough sometimes and so mm-hmm. we just took it upon ourselves. We're like, well, the only way this is going to happen is if we jump into a D group. And yeah, we had uh, a phenomenal experience with that this past year. And we're excited to help facilitate that this up- upcoming year. Yeah. What, what has been, what has been the best thing about being a part of a, a D group, a small group? Yeah. I think that just having that, that weekly support, uh, I mean, for us, it was a crazy past year mm-hmm. with, getting foster boys and with 45 minute notice. And I think that happened on a Monday night. So they got dropped off at our house Monday, like six o'clock. Oh. And then we went to D group on Wednesday and <laughs> it was funny. Cause I was joking. Uh, I think I was joking with Steve Veith on the previous Wednesday about, well, who knows, maybe next week we'll have uh, a few more family members. Don't joke about uh, that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, because I mean, in foster care, you just never know when you're mm-hmm. going to get a placement. <laughs> and the next week we showed up um, with two boys uh, and it was, it was real. And our D group just, I mean, supported us mm. in every way, uh, whether it was with gifts of clothes or I mean, gift cards to go grocery shopping or, mm. Uh, meal train to give us food so we didn't have to worry about it as we were trying to figure out what this new normal looked like for us. Um, and I mean, they again rallied around us when we, and we haven't even been meeting regularly uh, because of COVID, but when we got a brand new um, baby boy mm-hmm. uh, and Shelly and Tina Taylor, they rallied around us and got a meal train going and different things. They're just like, what can we do to support you? Um, and yeah, anytime we were going through anything, uh, and we had the opportunity to, to pray for other people in our group. Uh, and it was just a great support system, especially for us. We don't have, we don't have family out here. Um, so that was, that was our church. 
Yeah, that that's awesome. What um, so uh, again with that kind of like the serving, what what would you say to people who are listening to this who are are itching for that that church feel, that small group feel, like to be involved, to be around people during this time? Um, they haven't thought of haven't thought of D groups or are maybe are scared to to jump into something like that. What would you say? Yeah, I think you just have to do it. Um, I, again, I, I enjoy meeting new people and getting uh, together in, in small groups. Uh, my wife is better at it uh, just because I'm awkward. So anytime I get thrown <laughs> into a new situation. Um, but yeah, I think just jumping in and knowing that you're going to have an instant support system. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you can just jump into and sure there's times that it's uncomfortable but it's it's so so good uh, and so healthy I mean that's what I mean the Bible talks about how we're supposed to support one another mm-hmm. uh, and how the church can mobilize and I think um, D groups is a huge tool to be able to do that mm-hmm. and yeah we're we're grateful that that we've been able to be a part of an awesome D group. Uh, and there's been times that, yeah, we're, we're sharing, we're opening up, we're being vulnerable about our lives. Um, but it's, it's so that people know what we're going through so that they can be praying for us and supporting us and checking in on things. Um, it's just, it's, it's just healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Those are, those are all such important things to remember, especially, I know, I know we always keep saying this, especially like during this time when church is just, it's different. Everything's different now, but, um, we have the opportunity to, to dive into small groups that are, that are following state regulations, all that kind of guideline stuff with how big a group is all, all that sort of stuff. But still while having that, that church feel, that community feel, I think is, is so, so important. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I went nuts when everything shut down, uh, and I had been working a job where I was mm-hmm. constantly interacting with hundreds of people a day to, oh, it's just us at the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and <laughs> so, I mean, even, even when we initially went to, uh, zoom meetings for D group, I mean, that was for a time it was good. Uh, cause we're like, Oh, we can finally see each other and interact. Um, now I would do anything to not do a zoom meeting with any human being. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so funny. Cause it's like, obviously zoom became such a huge thing. And I, I feel like, stock in it I feel like everybody's like, I hate zoom meetings now. Yeah. I will never have another one of those. It's like, Oh, uh, they're, get it. they're terrible. Get and, it. and trying to trying to do a zoom call while also having three, three-year-olds <sighs> just run around the house. I was like, well, I'm trying to pay attention, but my mute button's on because I don't want you guys to have to hear this. Um, but yeah, yeah we're surviving over here. And then Eric <laughs> or Gary will ask me a question and I'm like, I, I couldn't hear anything anybody said for the last 10 minutes. So I don't know. <laughs> it's real. Yeah, It's real life. <laughs> Um, that is awesome. Thank you, Nate, for sharing those things about, um, D groups. If you are, um, if you're looking to join a small group, uh, uh, to be a part of one of those this fall, 
I mean, we, we love our discipleship groups here at Fathom and I haven't even been in one yet. Me and my wife are super, super excited to be a part of one of those, um, coming up really soon. If, uh, if, if you're listening to this and you, and you want to take that jump, you want to be a part of a group, we'd love to put you in a group. Um, and so if, if you go to fathomchurch.org slash groups, you can sign up for one there. They're all over the place too. Um, if you're worried about driving too far or location or whatever like that, if you have a bunch of kids, if it's, if schedule is, is an issue, we want to work with you in that and find a group that can, um, that you would fit perfectly into. And so, um, so check that out. Um, really Nate, thank you so much for, um, for being here and, and talking about this kind of stuff. It was good to sit down and, uh, get to know you. Yeah, absolutely. Fun to be here. Thank you. Um, we'll be praying for you and your family um, and the craziness. Yeah, <laughs> mainly, mainly just pray for sanity. <laughs> pray for sanity, definitely. Um, thank you also for serving our church, man. Um, it's awesome and, and serving our Lord well. Uh, we really, really appreciate it here. Um, and I could say that coming from a staff member who I, I, I get, I know the value of volunteers and a serve team and how, crucial that is it's like the lifeblood of the church of the local church to have um people give up their time to help serve it's it's awesome um so again if you are kind of itching to serve to be involved in some way fathomchurch.org slash serve we could get you um somewhere we can we can plug you in and like nate said you know these last last few weeks talking about spiritual gifts and everything like that will help you out with that and see where you would fit in on a serve team. Um, if you want to be a part of a discipleship group, fathomchurch.org slash groups, sign up for one of those, um, man. And we, we just hope we see you guys at church this weekend. If you want to join us in person, uh, you can go to fathomchurch.org and register there for an in-person service. Um, or you can watch our live stream. We live stream both services at nine, um, and 11, uh, but subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss out on anything else we have coming up. Um, but have a great week, Fathom. Uh, have a fun and safe Labor Day weekend. Thank you for listening. We love you, church, and we'll catch you next time.